For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, hath shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Receive these words of life today, which have the capacity to change your life forever through the ministry of Pastor Prosper Etonam Dusi. Pastor Prosper Etonam Dusi is the lead pastor of Central Fellowship Ministries, a ministry headquartered in Ghana that is focused on the expansion of the Kingdom of Christ through the preaching of the Gospel. He also oversees and coordinates the Central Fellowship Theological College, a theological college that is focused on perfecting the saints through the accurate knowledge of Christ. Now, stay connected to this life-giving message from Pastor Prosper Etonam Lucy. Are you following here? Pay attention, we are going somewhere. So, I've told you that the acknowledge them, the English word acknowledge them is a Greek word, epignosis. Epignosis. And when you read the letters of Paul, you will see this word, knowledge, acknowledge, knowledge, 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 knowledge. And as much as knowledge in other rendition is news, 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 which is N-O-U-S, news, which is perception. This knowledge here is epignosis, which is accurate, precise knowledge. Accurate, precise knowledge. Now, let's link it to salvation. If my understanding of my salvation is accurate and precise, I'll have the capacity to share my faith unreservedly. But because I don't know, I can meet someone right now. I said, how are you? I said, I'm fine. I said, do you go to church? I go to church. I said, then it means you are saved. What, 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 what is going to church? What is, what is going to church got to do with saving, salvation? He says, how are you? He says, oh, I'm, I'm fine. He says, but what are you doing here? It means you found the person in a, in a, in a, in a brothel. A brothel is where we have Ashao people. A brothel. I said, he said, what, are you saved? He said, yeah, I'm saved. You are saved and you are here. And then you are going to hell. It's because you don't understand salvation. You don't understand salvation. So we want to understand when is a man saved. And we want to take it from this angle. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, in this context, we are looking at accurate knowledge in respect of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. What is the knowledge? The knowledge is concerning every good thing which is in me in Christ Jesus. So in other words, the degree to which the believer in his mind understands every good thing in Christ, which will be what? A, the work of salvation. I've told you that this is not carnal, it's supernatural. It is birth from the spirit. So whatever you have is the product of your salvation. Are you following here? So every good thing which is in you is relating to your salvation. 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 So the degree to which I come to understand that is the degree to which I am effective in my Christian life. Huh. 
when I come to know the good things which are in me, salvation, it will make my Christian life effective. The reason why some of us, our Christian lives are not effective is because we don't understand the good in us. We don't understand the good things that are in us. Or we don't know the good things that are in us. The only time your Christian life will become effective, you're able to deal with situations, you're able to deal with the power of darkness, is because you know. You know that a believer can be a believer and still be messed up by the devil. Yes, because you don't know who you are. A believer can be a believer and be messed up with the elements of this world. Yes, because you don't know who you are. Because you think you are ordinary. You are not ordinary. Who told you you are ordinary? Because your family people say you are ordinary. You, you don't know anything. You, 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 all you know is church. Church. You don't know anything. When we call for those two who are to bring money. <laughs> we don't see you. All you know is prayer, prayer, prayer. Get away. Then you look at us and say, ah, God. Is that all there is about Christianity? That we go to church and pray and pray and pray. When they call for money, we can't bring money. You don't know who you are. You think God came to this world to come and give you money. <laughs> so if you don't know, you don't know. And then only to be messed up with another pastor who is here to learn. He says that when you are in Christ, the believers are those who are to take over the world. It's our time to take over. Possess the enemy gate. Read your Bible well. <laughs> so that nobody, <laughs> nobody ministers the devil to you. We have to take over. The world is ours. How can you be a believer and be suffering like that? Like that. Overtaking <laughs> your noise is a lot of noise around you. And some of you, your life is not, you are, you are not well because you are hearing all these things around you. How can you be a believer? You go to church every day and the devil is messing you up like that. Say you're a believer, you're a believer. One city crown, you be, you need to take, you need to take, you need to take, and then you look at yourself and you check your pocket. Indeed, there is no one CD. Said, did I come or did I go? Oh Lord, oh Lord, my God, my God, my Father, my Father. When are you bringing the one CD? Look at yourself and you can't find your level. So if you don't know, you don't know. You have to be taught. Hallelujah. Praise God. So your life as a Christian becomes effective. Becomes effective. Praise God. Now, you know that the effectiveness of your Christian life is also a measure of your growth. Of your growth. Of your growth. So, it therefore suffices to say that the greatest need of the believer is knowledge. What you don't know, you don't know. What you won't learn, you won't know. What you, you won't learn, you can't know. And what you don't know will cost you. So, the believer must come to accurate, precise knowledge. Nothing but knowledge that I may know, that I may know, that I may know. In fact, when you look at the prayer of Paul to the church, that we may know, that we may know. Let's look at some of them. That we may know, that we may know. Ephesians 1. We read it in prayer, right? Ephesians 1. Let's do that quick, 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 quick. Ephesians 1. Paul, look, but do not happen. Bewanya, bewanya. No nya iwantoa. No nya be satan alewa for dome obaba no kavu kavu blase chochoni o. Wa for dome No nya be bobo vopo. Opo yo meto susweto ya nyaje. Oma no oma vona cho. Osamedi. Bobo vopo topo yo meto. Opo kachire ya nyaje. 
ya weke o meto do ajeji ka do do menya be yela mi yela bibiye o meti ere nwo lo amemi wa ba de ya gbe o meti ere nwo ya ta no ya fe joko fu da feeling station abi zo ya fe ko se to zu ko fe to efficiency one be wanya be wanya be wanya cheta je be nanya na so la blore ke christophe na no me nya ma to so la blode e mo ah fe ke to le fi mari so mi le nya me se ah me nya ma to so le mo efficiency one seventeen that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you. Of course, we've explained that, right? May give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him. Your eyes, the eyes of your understanding, being enlightened. Other verses say, being illuminated. The eyes of your understanding. The eyes of your understanding. Knowledge. That's the prayer. That's the prayer. Because when you come to know, and don't leo my word. You come to know. No, no, madam, leo why why assume? I can you imagine a prayerless believer only waiting for a problem to come before you come and pray? You don't know who you are. You don't know who you are. A believer waiting for a problem before you pray. Hey! By the time we are done with you, you have become a ghost, though. You may go to heaven, but you are expired. Nyani dropping a tati trainer ecology, na bakoli. Business and now Okoli level me a betotora. Hey! Not betotora in a colinivo. O chalekika meji, O coli level, O betotora men a coli level, O boo. I'm not Satan, I know Jeo Togome. O Macapons and Cratter Dog better. Benanya? Nepetake. Benanya? I'm not no basso horse toko. That's why we are doing this. Let's pay attention to this. He says that hmm, the eyes of your understanding be enlightened that ye may know. Ye may know. Uncle Ye may know. Oh my. What is the hope of his calling and what is the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? And what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards what we believe according to the working of his mighty power? According to the mighty working of his mighty power. Look at Philippians 1. We are very familiar with all these quotations. So let me just run through. Philippians 1.9 Jemi ba china sofo sofo me da ku dogba da be vi o apo galo sigbe You see why I not do that prayer Cause when you get the money you run away from me Hmm Prayer request so lelo Fo dogba sofo sofo dogba da be ne vi o ya sigbe jila ne ni je a ma do da re I chief prayer topic. That all things are well with you, yes. That your spiritual life becomes like this. No. <laughs> no. You must be spiritually sound. He says, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper. He's not talking about physical prosperity. 
Hmm. Where am I? Nine, right? And this I pray, that your love may abound yet more and more in knowledge and all and in all judgment. Yeah, that ye may approve things that are excellent. That ye may be sincere and without offense till the day of Christ. Being filled with the fruits of righteousness. Being filled with the fruits of righteousness. Being filled with the fruits of What it means is that they are filled with the fruits of righteousness which are by Jesus Christ unto the glory and praise of God now filled with fruits of righteousness which are by Jesus Christ unto the praise of God so that whatever you have you know is by Christ you have it from Christ and unto the praise and glory of God hallelujah look at Colossians similar prayer Colossians 1 9 to 11. Same thing. These are the prayers you should pray. Oh, but do not pay take for for your galo, for for your business alone, for for business alone, my contract zero, for for contract. I'm a farmer. Look why you're a mafia. Look why you're a mafia. That's see faithless prayer. Black dami koji. Nemele yesufe. I will fly. I will fly. Nemele si de nanyabe business de. Hell, a business. All you meti. Now, the view school fees do they? School back for gakad ne mele yesufe. Hey, how act be me go? Oh, oh, I say to to the church. Me tell you be hell to carry them. I will fly. I will ne catch your hallo. I wait a mile. Ne mele si de gele unwo. Hey, do ko wajira. Mokwe be ami kakpale kabara. Ati be mi nofie. Hell, abra hell to carry them. Is that all you know about Christ? I remember no dollar me come akapo e following week o. O makapo yo leti eton. Fi no cho doko wa ira. Ah, fi. O ira mde. O pa dole e ke haya ka ikoji pa. O mele ti sigbo lo. Class 1 e ko wa no. I did it on my third door. That's not CFM. No. <laughs> Praise God. Mm. Let's read it. First um, Colossians 1 9. For this cause, we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to desire that ye might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that you are filled with the knowledge of his will. The knowledge of his will. That you are filled with God's will. Which is your knowledge. I don't know if you are catching it. The knowledge of his will. Is that your knowledge is his will. All you know is the will of God. Not what you will. But his will. Is predominant in your life. That is our prayer. Because when you know that one. You can't mess up. You will not mess up. You will fulfill your purpose in this world because every believer has one purpose. 
Oh, he got this first degree, second degree, doctorate. He had businesses, built houses, and now he has expired. That was a useless life. I'm telling you. He, he's got buildings in Trasaco. He's got buildings in Tema, Accra, all over the place. That was a big man. And then what? He died, had 12 children, had 50 grandchildren. 25 great-grandchildren were alive. It's a foolish life. As far as God is concerned. That you are filled with the knowledge of his will. Because these unbelievers can do better than you. Muslims can do better. You know how they give birth? Naturally productive. They can fill the earth in one day. Unbelievers can do that better than you. What is your purpose in this world? That's what we are coming to. Believers don't live a fruitless life. And I had a cosy saying. And a cosy saying. 500 buses, 20 trailers, and yet you. CFM is the place where we reorient your mind concerning this life. Because we are here for a purpose. It doesn't mean that you should be walking the streets empty, useless. No. No. We are here for a purpose. And until we are, we are fulfilled our purpose, we don't live. Praise God. As, as, uh, 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 250 children. <laughs> I saved no ant. I saved no mosquito. Hmm. Look at it. Knowledge of his will. In all wisdom and spiritual understanding. That ye might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing. Worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing. Walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing. Worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing. Where you are blameless. The believer is blameless. Walking, walking, walking in the perfect will of the Lord. Worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing. It's not about money here. Being fruitful in every good work. Fruitful in every good work. Fruitful in every good work. And increasing in knowledge of God. That's the prayer. We pray. Now, verse 11 says, strengthen with all might according to his glorious power. Strengthen with all might. I move on. You're not limited in any way. You're not limited in any way. You have control over the elements of this world. The elements of this world. That's a true believer. That's who you are. You must come to that point where you have control over the elements of this world. Because how can I leave all these things? I can't. I, 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 I can't. <laughs> and yet it's going. I break to. I, I break. Where you are not supposed to even break, you are breaking. What you are not supposed to claim, you are claiming. Only to find out that you can't even handle it. What are you claiming? I grab, grab. You've grabbed all the men, you can't even stay with one. Grab all the women, you can't, you can't stay with one. <laughs> what is wrong with us? No, throw, follow. I 
see is our family. Somebody is working against you. Somebody is working against you. You have no idea. Now no fear. Let one to work against those ones to let them teach you. They will never teach you. It's all about telling you. It's about your family. It's about the person next to you. It's about the person next to you. Somebody is working against you in your family. I see from your mother's bloodline. Hey. Also for if I should also peruse your bloodline. The things I'll see. How are you able to work against them? And I can't work against it. I've not been taught. We die by fire. Die by fire. You've killed everybody and you're alone. You've forgotten that men are those who bring you the resources. Who bring you the resource? Who bring you help? That's what is happening now. And believers don't want to know anything. And so when you're teaching some of these things, ah, Pastor, the thing has become dull. Oh, can you go into some other areas? We want, we want reality. Reality is Christ. If Christ is not your reality, you are lost. Praise God. Hallelujah. Pastor, take us to Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel. We want to break things. Go and break. Go to cemetery and go and break. The rest don't want to know anything anymore. I remember somebody told me, he said, Pastor, anytime I come here, it's like I get confused though. <laughs> because when I go somewhere else, everything is like, ah, my heart is fine. But when I come here, I get so agitated. Why? Because everything you teach is opposite to what they are teaching. I said, that, that, that should rather bring you comfort. And, and, and it, should bring you, it should bring you a certain desire to want to know what is the truth. Because when you want to find truth, you, you find truth. Believers don't want to find truth. But then my fear, Hamiko Jela. Oh, God of miracle, not my path. <laughs> Me, I know, go suffer. The pastor, when I come here, I say, I will suffer in this world. And I'm not getting it. And that's why the person is not here. Can you imagine? <laughs> but at least I, I like that person because the person has been truthful to me. So, pastor, when I come here, everything you teach is opposite to what they teach you. So I, I'm not I'm not finding my space. I said you, you're almost lost. You're on the verge of being lost. He says, strengthen with all might according to the glorious power, unto all patience and long suffering with joyfulness. Joyfulness. Unto all patience with joyfulness. That's the prayer. Philemon 1 says, which we said where that the communication of thy faith may become effectual when you acknowledge. All every good thing which is in you in Christ. So the importance of knowledge for the believer cannot be overemphasized. Do you see why we need knowledge? We need knowledge so we know. We know. What you know, you're able to do. What you don't know, you can do. Therefore, the believer must know the what? The how? The why? And the when of salvation. I said the believer must know what? The what? The how? The why? And the when of salvation. When this knowledge is absent, as Paul explained to Philemon, the believer will be ineffective in his Christian life. He become ineffective. Do you know that all the things that we are supposed to enjoy are products of salvation. So once I'm saved, I'm supposed to enjoy some things naturally. But if you don't know, you will not be able to enjoy. Your healing is in your salvation. It's the benevolence of God. So you can be a believer and you are not enjoying divine health. But why am, I, why am I sick all the time? It's something you are supposed to enjoy. But if you don't know it, 
you'll be struggling as a believer and be asking God questions that you're not supposed to ask. It's just a matter of sitting under the feet of a pastor to teach you. Praise God. Praise God. I told you some time ago that Bishop Oedebo said that, I don't know if it's before ministry or the early part of his ministry. Like, I mean, sicknesses and diseases were coming from left, right, center. He doesn't know where they come from. Then he just, having studied um, teachings from um, Pastor Hagen and, and other ministers and understanding that divine health is the portion of any believer who knows it better. Then begins to, he began to just declare that from this day, he will never be sick. And when he was giving the testimony, he, he had run over 30 years. 30 years of, of, of his time at that time, or 40. He said, I've never been sick. I'm sure some will listen to this and say, eh, what, what do you think you are? Or what? <laughs> you alone, he said, you're not sick. Me, I, I want to be sick. No, that's not the point. That's not, that should give you confidence to understand that the believer has capacity over sicknesses and diseases. Praise God. Hallelujah. I heard that thing and I was moved in my spirit. It means that there, there cannot be any sickness that should send you to your grave like that. Especially when your time is not up. No way. What you allow is allowed. What you disallow is disallowed. It is one of the benefits you have in salvation. You can bring to pass the contents of your mouth. What you want to see is what you want to say. If you don't mean it, don't say it. If you don't want it, don't say it. What you want is what you say. So be careful what you say because there are some of the things you are saying today. They are ahead of you in the next month or two or years to come. So you are careful what you say. Praise God. Be careful what you tell your neighbor. Be careful what you say. But I said, tell your neighbor, be careful what you say. Hallelujah. So some get the extent. Uh, they get to the extent of even um, doubting their salvation. And I've said that it is lack of proper understanding. How did this begin? I mean, for some people, they've said that I, I gave my life to Christ. So, in starting this particular sequel, um, when is a man saved? We want to start from this point where people have said that it is I who gave my life to Christ. It is I who gave my life to Christ. In talking about salvation, I'm, I'm sure some of us or many of us have been to um, crusades where ministers call out people and say, and ask them questions, for example, would you want to give your life to Christ? Right from that point, because they think they gave works consciousness, they think they gave their life. So it will come to a point where I'll have to maintain it. If I don't do, I can lose. But this morning, we'll look at what it means. Do we give our lives to God or Christ? Now, why do they say that? They say this because they, they, they come to see salvation as what they did or will have to do. Because there's things. <laughs> 
So, using such terminologies in explaining salvation is proof of ignorance of the written word. I, I'm, I'm sure ministers also used to say that, or some are even saying that. Come, give your life to Christ. Come and give your life. There's no one who can give his or her life to Christ. In reality, our understanding of salvation, new birth, usually affects how we see other issues that pertain to the faith. Now, if you want to listen to the theology of a man of God, first understand his, first know his understanding of salvation. If you want to follow a man of God, the first thing you need to understand is that what is the man of God's understanding of salvation? Is it by works or by faith? Once you know that, you can follow the man. Because all of it will trickle into other subjects. It will trickle into other subjects. <laughs> if your understanding of salvation is not complete, it will affect your theology. It will affect how you see God, how you relate with people. It will affect it. It will affect it. It will affect it. And so in this sequel, we want to clear all those issues so that our understanding of salvation will be very clear. Are you following? So first of all, we are going to look at this phrase. Give my life to Christ. Now, I want us to understand this. That the phrase, give your life to Christ or give your life to God is not in scripture. Not in the synoptic gospels. Not in the epistles of Paul. Not in the acts of apostles. There is no phrase like, I gave my life to Christ. Faith in Christ is receiving from and not giving to Christ. Faith in Christ. When I say I have faith in Christ, I am rather receiving from Christ and not giving to Christ. I want you to write this down. Faith in Christ is receiving from and not giving to Christ. Hmm. John 1.12 John 1.12 John 1.12 Are you there? John 1.12 Are you there? Or if you are there, shout amen. But as many as received him, as many as gave him, as many as are given to him, no, 
as many as received him, to them gave he power to become sons of God. So, in salvation, faith towards God, we receive rather than giving. Is it very clear? So, there is no life to give. You rather receive the life of God. Are you following? So, believing is not giving. It's rather receiving. What did I say? I said believing is not giving but rather receiving. So, in salvation, a man receives life by faith in the gospel alone. What's the gospel? How do you call gospel in Norway? Gospel, gospel. Nyanyuela, is that it? Obaho nyanyuela, but oho jise. Ta doho agbe. Omena agbe. Cheta. Look at John 3.16. John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave. If he's the one giving, you are the one receiving. He gave his only begotten son that we may receive life from the son when we believe the son. Are you following? God gave his son that whoso believeth in him should not perish but have, but have, not give, but have eternal life. We call it everlasting life. He that believeth in him. Who him? Who him? Who is the him there? Who is the him there? Are you following? Who is the him there? Who gave? Who gave? John 3.16 for Christ gave. Who gave? That whosoever believeth who? Oh no. You are not following here. (laughs) Who is the giver? Whose life do we get? Do we get? God's life through who? So you believe Christ, but whose spirit are you getting? You are receiving God in you. So who is the giver? God. Hmm. So who gave God? He gave life. Is that not it? And our part is only to believe. Our believing is what receiving. Are you following? So you never gave. Yours is to receive. Is that very clear? Now, let's follow. <laughs> Ephesians. Ephesians. Ephesians 2, 8. Taba ko akba na kristo. Ndeke mele si bo mele wikongu lama. Mele bible wakba deko. So, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Ye ask of apostles, ye epistles, obe teme. Ndeke mele wako akba na kristo. Do ho akba. Cho kristo bo. Ephesians 2. Look at verse 8. For by grace are ye saved through faith and not of yourselves. Omakondekena. 
Mia for to carabete Diego Menemisus by Mia Wena Mia Wena Onyamero no church, Dome, and Yen Toy Fan Yen Toy Joe. Masron Deto Alabna had a sea at Mawaila do plant or defima Yatana to carabetia de batule ha mimela, Bob Bobay Port, except be any doctrinal matter. Apart from that, you don't just leave church. No manya manya ena mojo le church kurofof. Ne menye si jeje koko. He oko be kenye nyueto kenye nyueto. Ome jo le hameko. Do mau de plant na na me de family me hadesi adenye family. Tana me do le susu awe nyento eva nyento jo me le nufi agbe. Ome nyento me eva nyento me jo. Nasilo me koru agbe na Christo Christo eko agbe na ya ohwe ya baleme. Yet I may be a coag banana, my quag, be a one toto by one toto by Jolema. I'm bringing your mind to something. We are getting there. No, yen ye corner and yen toman talk a hueleme. Gakanemian ye corner de mehuay, and nala quianto hue. I'm an opposition on your end on one. That's it. I didn't give, I received. The giver is the only one who has capacity to take away. Praise God. We are getting there. We are getting there. I just brought in the church and so you, you are able to balance your life. You don't come to any church and just say, I, I came here by my own. No, it's the spirit that brought you here. You didn't come by yourself. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> are you there? Uh-huh. So, he says, For by grace I said, through faith, and not of your own selves, it is the gift of God. So, the life you received is the gift of God to you. Yet, anuna na de siya de do hone jesu to. Neme konuna, neme. That's a gift, right? It's a good gift. If I should dash you, this is a good one. <laughs> are you still here? Some of you are not following at all. Are, are you in the house? Uh-huh. I'm the one sweating. Are you also sweating? Now, if I should give Brother Eugene this gift and he doesn't receive it, is this his gift? No! When a gift is given, you must receive for it to be yours. Now, when you said yes to Christ, it was you receiving the gift. But who is the giver? I am the giver. God is the giver. Are you following here? Is the gift his? It is only his to the point that he received it. But who is the giver? I am the giver. Are you following? Mm -hmm. So, not of yourselves. <clears throat> Lest it is a gift of God. Verse 9. Not of works. Hello? Follow, follow, follow. Follow. I, I, I can't. You, you are not allowed not to follow. I've given you this gift. It is mine. I am giving it to Brother Eugene. Take. Take the thing. When he received it, did he work for the thing? 
if you work for something, is it a gift anymore? No. It is a gift because you didn't work for. Praise God. If you work for, it is no longer a gift. It becomes a wage. I give it to him. Take. He received it. It's now his. Uh-huh. That not the, 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 the wisdom here is that because he didn't work for. You, do you work for to keep this? No. You don't work for. Are, are you following? Do you work for to maintain this? No. It is yours. Now, to maintain it means that you are maintaining it to the extent that I don't count for it. That's the maintenance. Not maintenance as in sports. No. Maintenance as in making sure that one day I will not come for it. Because I gave and it's yours. You don't all, you don't you don't work again to to make sure I don't change my mind. Else is not a gift. So he's saying that. Bring it. Uh-huh. So he's saying that. Read it well. Verse what? Verse 8. Verse 9. Are you all there? Not of works. Lest any man should boast. Oh, my friend. Have you ever chile? Have you ever had your reka yamepo? Oto ha kala. Nye mau nya boglo. Na me nene. Eto kala oche. Nye hado wawa. Melerens gajolo. What can you do? Yeah, in Abela, Mau, Venye, no, there's nothing like that. It's the gift of God. Lest any man should boast. Mm-hmm. Yata Jose, to ocho man, to ba tuate, eh, 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 monku, on, oh, macho, macho, eh, no, wawayata, mao, konu, ke kuoko, fawak, beme, neke me lesik, bo, I don't know how to even put it. You know, we say some of those things. It's not scriptural. It's not scriptural. Lest any man, because no man should get to the point where he's able to boast of whatever he or she may have done to qualify to receive. No. It's a gift of God. Amen, Veve. Amen, Veve. Amen, Veve. Thank you for grace. Thank you for grace. Thank you for grace. Thank you for grace. Hmm. Lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship created in Christ unto every good works. Christo me Abraham, 
Toma Elijah, Elijah, ave toma wanunya vio. Kako kufino yo itochi tuome. Christo vavi. So lest any man should boast. Now, whatever good works you're doing now is because you are created to do them. Tano fa Christo mela ole nunye wakba because oh wabe na wanunye. Gake onunye wawamie ya e qualify ona Christo. Kako fa Christo mela oh wa oh wa if any man be in Christ is a new creation. So that new creation was fashioned to do good works. Are you following now? It is not a prerequisite to your salvation. It's a consequence of your salvation. That once a believer is saved or once a, a man is saved, that person who is saved is born to do good works. Whether the person likes you or not, whether uh, people are against you or not, it's your nature, it's your nature to do good. But if the person is a non-believer and the person is doing good, be careful. Because that cannot qualify the person for anything. The person must receive Christ. The same way, you cannot be in Christ to, and, and try to please men. You are not pleasing men. Do the will of God. As you do the will of God to please men. Oh, Matthew, Matthew, Matthew. Whose will do we do? God's will. As you do God's will, there will be peace on earth and men will recognize. Are you following here? I'm teaching you the Bible. Are you following? Your life should be, is it pleasing God? Now, if it's pleasing God, it will rob some people. It will be abrasive to some others. Some will accept it. Some will reject it. Rather be in the good books of God than to be the good books of men. Are we following here? Never! The believer's life is not ordained by man. It's ordained by God. Are you following here? So you are the workmanship of God created for good works. You will do good works, but the good works is not by the standards of men. The good works here is by the standard of God. Are you following here? Because we've, we, let me call balance. Maybe you'll be working for man rather than working for God. 
and you will miss it. You will miss it. I'm a better seer about that. It's a voluntary to be judged by the righteous judge. So no man qualifies. No man qualifies to take your attention of God. I'm a better will stand. What it means is that no man qualifies to take my attention of this righteous judge. Are you following here? Let your life be ordained by Christ and not by men. What was a mistake? Mekawa, Mekawa, Mekawa. Jose Tode Lefia. Ellen Wastra. Praise God. Yo. So, he says, for we are his workmanship, created in Christ unto good works, which God hath ordained, or before ordained, that we should walk in them. To walk in them. Who is man? Who is man? Hmm? by the spirit of Christ in you. Are you here? We are the workmanship of God. Did you say because you have money? No. Because you are born of God. Say I am born of God. I have all of God. And so I am not subject to any man. What is we don't know who we are. Otherwise, you come to a point where you know that closer is nothing. It's nothing. When you see the riches and the wealth of the East, closer in Ghana and Africa is useless. Yours is CD. Wealth. Go to the East, you find it there. Go to the Middle East, you find it there. Riches. So we are the workmanship of God. Workmanship created in Christ. Unto everywhere. So we are created in Christ. So it's not you, it's him. It's not you, it's him. Hallelujah. Are you following here? 
Ephesians 2. 1. Let's come to verse 1. So, from what we've seen in verse 8, we just read verse 8 to 10, right? What we've seen in verse 8 is that, what is the vital point there? That the unsaved man has nothing to give. What can a dead man give? We'll look at it very shortly. We have nothing to offer. The unsaved man has nothing to offer. Verse 2, chapter 2, verse 1, he says, And you hath he quickened, who? God, through Christ. Hath he quickened, who were dead in trespasses and sins. Miku, let me have one more. Let me have one more. Spiritual death. And that is true death. We're dead. Have you ever been to, I've seen um, dead bodies dressed up. Yeah, I was there. I've, I've seen it twice. I, at least, in fact, I was there with the, um, how do you call those people who dress them? Undertaker alone at the mortuary. In fact, while we're dressing the body, opposite is where the fridges were. And we did it around 5 o'clock to 6 p.m. That it should take some heart to do that one. Because naturally, <laughs> So we're dressing, we're dressing, we're dressing, we're dressing. Now, can you imagine what we're just dressing then? You see one foot go up. <laughs> if you don't rebuke by fire, you run by fire. Praise God. Any dead body that raises a hand and says, don't put on this dress on me. It's no longer dead. Go and report the person. So, a dead man can offer nothing. In fact, the day you decide to die, the dress you don't want to wear is what we will put on you. In fact, in your case, we don't even wear you white dress. We we'll wear you black. Because maybe that may be the fashion of the day. <laughs> the coffin you don't like is what we will put you in. So, don't die. you. <laughs> A dead man has nothing to offer. The dead man only receives. In fact, you know that there's a term used for dead um, when you are when you are getting them clothes. They are going to put them, put clothes on them. In fact, those dresses they put on them, it's not like the one I'm wearing like that. Oh, they'll have to sew and re-sew. You understand? What they mean by sewing is that they cut the back so they can put it on you. They adjust your size so it fits you. So if, <laughs> so if you are the kind of person who like the ping, 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 that is not like ping, 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 you have nothing to say. In fact, somebody said that when I die, please make sure my face is well. They may not have the light. They may, it may be light off that day. So the way they will polish you is how they will polish you until light comes. The way you look. It's when you're in are we not useless without Christ? A prayer, prayer, sir. A prayer, prayer, sir. Prayer, prayer, sir. Now, in Christ, also. Your life here. What did you come to do? So, understand salvation. <laughs> so, it was God who quickened us. Are you following here? He said, and he, 
And you hath he quickened. Quickened means brought to life. Now, for somebody to be brought to life means that the person was dead. Now, the Bible says that we're dead in trespasses and sins. Our sins and trespasses qualified us to be dead. But grace, through Christ, brought us back to life. Are you following here? Brought us back to life. Now, the dead man then cannot offer anything but only to receive. Now, hath he brought us back to life? How? When we receive life from him. When we receive life from God, that life that entered us is what brought us back to life. Are you following? Yeah, the kind has never existed before. Which is your spirit now has never existed before. Are you following here? The new creation is talking about the spirit man. That spirit man that has been made anew has never existed before. That is who you are. Hmm. So he quickened us, made us alive. What did we, what was our part in that? Only to receive the life of God. We only received. So this is the true meaning of salvation. God is the giver and we are the receivers. What is salvation? God the giver and the receiver. In the salvation will be of the Lord. That means that there is no human participation. The only thing is that you now benefit by receiving the life of God. You are only a beneficiary. You are not a participant. Who died? Jesus. Who became man? You did not die. Who gave? God. Who gave his son? You didn't give. Who are you that you are only a recipient, a, re, a beneficiary of the work of God? Yata eye adum. Adum bia menya. Adum na mete yase. Emuna me keka me hon. Emuna me ye. Madenina. Is that very clear to you now? Eye adum. So, even if you don't have anything in your pocket, you can still sing this and praise God. Because all that I am is by the grace of God. That is salvation. God the giver. Man the receiver. Now let me push this further. God saw the problem of man. God fashioned out how he would deal with the problem of man. To the extent that because it was the problem of man, God will have to become man to deal with the problem of man. God went through all the process to procure what we call eternal salvation for man. All of this was done by God for man so that man can only receive. Praise God. Hallelujah. So God is the giver. God is the producer. God is the procurement officer. 
God is the manufacturer. God made all available so that man can only receive. You didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. If I now receive that life into me, <laughs> oh, look at what it means. Hallelujah. Praise God. So now we understand it. We are still looking at when is a man saved though. We have just begun. Next week we'll continue. Follow closely as we draw it to a close. Time is almost up. Is it clear so far? Now let's go to Ephesians. Uh, Romans rather. Okay, let, let's conclude this. So, and he hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins, wherein in time past he walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of... So what it means is, not all men are saved. What? When we say that not all men are saved, it means that there are some men who are dead. But is salvation available to all? Is salvation available to all? But is everyone saved? No. Because not everybody has received it. Is salvation the gift of God to man? Did God make it available to man? Has every man received it? No. So, the part of God is fulfilled. Who is to receive? Man. How do they receive it? Through the gospel. Who is to send it? The one who has been saved. So that if we don't send it, we have become enemies to God. Because what we are doing effectively is that we have received, but people should not receive. It's serious to the extent that I have received it. It is not in your place to say they'll go to hell. It's only in your place to go and preach to them. Your part in this bargain is to preach it. You are not a righteous judge. When you see people, when you see people walk in the decadence of sin and debauchery, you're not supposed to talk, look at them and say, look at them. You know that to the extent that some of us believers, yesterday you were just like that. No, 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 no. The heart of the believer is full of compassion. And when he saw them, he had compassion upon Why? Because they were asleep without a shepherd. They were scattered abroad, having no direction. That is the heart of the believer. I'm teaching this morning. So that you never have that kind of heart. Never! 
Kabi o menye Christo to fafa ndako. Don't feel over Christo me. Pasa to akwa mo lo chochoro. Aja fofo akpena lo. Fofo akpena be le kekele me ma o le viti me lo. Fofo ah. O doe ya ba ga ko me doe nyo do. Ame vei gbe do ra fe Jesus zanwe as a parable. Ah fofo akpena mi a jojo nyo to weke. Aba i me fa na jojo nyo to. Maybe all are disqualified. Ami ami wa nu vonlo. Let me wa nu kwa a new play, a saw petemic off an adi. Ah, mede ava a gakramelis wa kofle ni a kraba offer. Ah, smote or chess. Smoting of chess means I'm remorseful. It means that I, I can't do it by myself. So he smote his chest. God avenged him. God received his plea. Why? Because that man is just saying that I cannot do it by myself. Just by the grace of God. Why are you not like them? Why are you not anywhere else? Why are you here? Why are you not in their circles? Why are you here at such a time like this? Is this the only place you can be? Or you could have been? Don't you see that God has brought you to this place for a purpose? Hmm. So, Romans 8. Let's go to Romans 8 quickly and let me close. Romans 8. Therefore, no, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ. Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Verse 2 is what is important to me. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ hath made me free from the law of sin and death. Hath made me free from the law of sin and death. Hath made me free from the law of sin and death. Hath made me free from the law of sin and death. I'll come back to that one. Let's go to verse 32. Let's do 31. What shall we say then to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Verse 32. He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up unto us. Ayaya, ayaya, ayaya. Delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Hallelujah. He says, he did not spare his son. But delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him also give us all things? He did not spare. He delivered. So who delivered? God delivered. What, I, what is our part in it? To receive. Is that very clear now? So our only action was to take from what God gave. We take from what God gave. There is 
only one response. It is faith in Christ Jesus. There is only one response. What is that response? Faith in Christ Jesus. And I've told you that your faith is your receiving. Your believing is your receiving. So then when we move on with salvation and we say, and the other people are telling us that everybody is saved. No, it's not true. Number two, nobody is saved until God saves. <laughs> you know, there's a theory like that. Mark, uh, uh, Calvinism. He says that man is so depraved that it will only take God to handpick you. Yeah. Thank God my teacher has developed, is developing one. I think he's down two now. We are waiting for the rest. We'll clear all those nonsense in the body of Christ. What we call the book, my book of Bible stories. Witnesses, body of Christ. They've developed though. Now they have they have their printouts in cabins, then they are wheels. They go sit, you know, they're just waiting on you to pass by at strategic, advantageous places. And believers who say they know much, they are not doing anything. Wickedness will only thrive because truth is not being spoken. Let's preach. Don't, don't watch TV and say, Hey, hey, I'm not going to Yes, I'm telling you. Maybe the major joke about that. And you don't judge your name carefully. What about Dick or Name and Bolaji? You let it know. That time I fear, that time I no fear, but I know you are there. Now to Canada, when I shake, look you and I make sure I know me clear. I can't even fear about Dick or Name and Fek. What about you? Why you are You have no idea. You have no idea. You know when you are in situations, people begin to give you all kinds of ideas. So if you are not careful, you are not a spiritual person, you will mess it up. You will be messed up badly. So you come to a place like this where you are settled in doctrine so that you don't mess up. Before the situation comes, God is speaking to you. This is what you do. 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 Otherwise, if you are going to wait for man, you will be shocked. You will be shocked where you arrive at. You know, people like Christian, man. Don't allow yourself to be messed up. Grow in knowledge. 
Growing knowledge. Growing knowledge. Hmm. Growing knowledge. So we receive that life. We receive that life. Salvation is not an exchange of life. But it's a new birth. From death to life. From death to life. Salvation is the life of God transposed in me. Salvation is being taken from the kingdom of darkness and planted in the kingdom of light. There is no connection between that darkness and light. No connection. No connection. John 5. I'm reading my my last but one quotation and then we go. John chapter 5 verse 24. John 5 24. Are you there? Very verily I say unto you, he that buried my word and believeth on him that sent me hath everlasting life. Now listen to what Jesus says. Who are we to believe? We believe God through Christ. I think I've been establishing that throughout the whole session. Who is the giver? God. Who is Christ? God made man. We read last week in 1 Corinthians 15 that the only person that is not subject to Christ is God. He must read is not you. Is that is Christ. Till the last enemy is brought by the church. So that Christ enters God to become God as it was in the beginning and God. Are you following here? So whatever you see Christ do is God doing. He was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself. Not Christ, unto himself. Why Christ? So that man can benefit of the work of salvation. God became man because of man. If not for the sin of man, there is no need for the manifestation of Christ. Are you following here? Hmm. So why the work of Christ? The work of Christ so you believe God. (laughs) I'm bringing you new dimensions this morning. It's God. It's God. It is clear here. Look at it. Verse 24. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that beareth, heareth, sorry, heareth my word. My word. Because I and the Father are one. Right? If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. So my word is the Father to you. My word is the the Father's word to you. Mm Mm-hmm. And believeth on him that sent me. Believeth on him that sent me. Have everlasting life. For God so loved the world that he gave that whosoever believeth on him. Are you catching it now? Because initially we thought it's about Christ, but it's about God. He there is the father, not the son. But 
Is the son the father? Yes. Is the father the son? Yes. But who do we believe? We believe God. He says, he says, he says, is it finally, my brethren, have faith in God. Have faith in God. Have faith in God. Have faith in God. Ephesians 6. Is that not it? Hmm. Look at it. Mm-hmm. Hath everlasting life. And shall not come into condemnation. But is passed from death to life. He quickened us from death to life. Quickened there means brought alive. Or made alive. We were made alive from death to life. What death? Spiritual death. Spiritual death. What is spiritual death? Separation from our source. Spiritual death is separation from our source. Separation from our source. Is that very clear now? Now let's go back to Romans chapter 8. So I didn't do all. It's God who did through Christ. Hallelujah. God did through Christ. Hallelujah. Verse 2. Romans 8, 2. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ hath made me free from the law of sin and death. So, it is impossible for the believer to lack what God has already given. You cannot lack it. I have the life of God. I have it through faith in Christ. Oh, I have the life of God. You must come to this knowledge. What it means is that there is nothing of God that is not available to me. His power, his righteousness, his glory, all of God, his authority, his name, his identity, all of God. Don't need to read it in Ephesians 1. The exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe according to the working of his mighty power. Verse 20, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand. Have lifted high above all principality. and That is the extent of the oppression of his power. All of that is for you. In fact, it's in you. So the believer must know. Ni mato kuklu unsemi ano hokema ano lalodo. Kemi ni menya ni menya chia gomeva. Yeah. Ni mato kuklu unsemi ano lobe me melapak beji o okpo fil basha. Hey, bereka kobe chok beji ni mekanya fil basha. Hey, bemi bole wo bemi. Praise God. Are you still in the room? So, the issue really is for him to come into the reality of every good thing in him, in Christ. So, what we read so far from Philemon is to explain to us very clearly that our understanding of the work of Christ, which is salvation to us as a gift, is what we need to fully understand because that's what Paul calls every good thing which is in you. And every good thing which is in you is a product of salvation. Now, how can the believer 
assume and benefit from the work of salvation when he acknowledges every good thing which is in him, which is in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, that is what is going to affect us because if salvation is taught and we don't understand the benefits thereof, we lose, it doesn't become anything, it, it doesn't mean anything to us anymore. But if we understand that the power, the glory, the authority, don't forget, salvation is a product of the gospel. The gospel is, is good news about a king, his conquest, his glory, his, uh, his battles, um, his confrontations, um, the extent of the glory of, of his kingdom and reign, all of that. Now, all of that has been bequeathed to the believer now. You cannot lose in this world. You, you, I, 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 can, I can confidently say that the believer is the one who is not permitted to fail. Because you cannot have all of God and fail. You cannot have all of God and fail. Not in this world. It says, he that hath the abundance of grace and the, and, and the gift of righteousness. That person reigns in this life. The abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness. You are not permitted to fail. Salvation has made available all of God to you. So when you truly receive at the point of salvation, you know you have. You know you have. Next week we'll continue and look at the other dimension. We'll look at the in Christ realities. What we mean by in Christ. Because don't forget, he says, he says that the, the, that the, um, the uh, what do you call it? That uh, the communication of your faith will become effectual. If you acknowledge every good thing which is in you, but he says in Christ. So next week we'll look at the in Christ reality. What we, what, when we say in Christ, what do we mean by in Christ? Then now, we'll move to the knowledge base and then we can bring this when is a man saved? This sequel to a close. Then we now go back and look at the length, the breadth, the width, the height. Have you been blessed this morning? Rise to your feet, rise to your feet, rise to your feet. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord.